0: Today on ABC Devo, Enough Said.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to ABC Devo, the podcast where we discuss every Devo song from Fourth Dimension to Wiggly World. I'm Joe Mazel. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm John Engel. I'm Pete the Retailer. And today, you lucky kids, we are talking about "Enough Said" from New Traditionalists in 1980. Let's say one. Eh? Yeah, eh? everybody, we kind of agree on sure. that. Okay, well, I, let's say we agree. Then. Let's say it. It's a little mid-tempo tune, and I'm just going to throw this out there right now. Uh, General Boy himself, Robert Mothersbaugh Senior, has a, shares a writing credit for this one.
0: Hmm, <laughs> really. Probably because he said enough said all the time. Exactly. That's the, when we were growing up, all he would do is tell us what to do and then say enough said and walk out of the room. That's awesome. I'm guessing that's it. That's not at all factual. (laughs) No, I'm it completely.
2: It's a fact in my head now. Thank you. Uh, The opening notes in this sound exactly like John Carpenter to me. Hmm. Yep. Not the notes so much as the uh, whatever uh, uh synthesizers going on there. It sounds exactly like uh, They Live or Prince of Darkness or something. Interesting. Yep. And it's very satisfying to me. I 100% agree with that. I,
0: I, I, You get this kind of like dark sort of John Carpenter movie tone from the very beginning of the song and then they completely get away from that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So yeah. I have that note uh, too. Yeah, to me it's it's like, oh, I feel like I'm going to hear this one song and then it's all of a sudden not the song I expected to hear at all. <laughs> that's my that's my initial in uh, you know, the initial feeling I get from the song every time I hear it.
3: I um a, a little bit after that, the opening lyrics, I never really parsed what they said until just now mm-hmm. researching the song. <laughs> So until this week, I never realized that he said none of you would help me when I baked my bread. Now all of you would help me eat it.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. I've always heard the bread and help me eat it. That's all I really could. I didn't know he baked with the bread. I, yeah. I just thought he had bread.
1: I think I remember having a copy of The Little Red Hen when I was a child, and exactly, therefore, yeah. and and therefore I, I think it, uh, I immediately glommed onto those lyrics. Right. Um. Yeah. It. it somehow
3: you know it's one of those things where it's like you hear the words and you're just like yeah i know the vocal pattern here but i don't know what the <laughs> actual words are yeah um i had that with other lyrics in this song
2: yeah i never and and they're fantastic <laughs> hmm. uh when, like sort of in the middle like uh, put them together in a great big ring uh televise it as the lowest show on earth Hmm. i never knew that line i think that's a fantastic line it's a good one you're taking all the leaders from around the world putting them together in a great big ring televise it as the lowest show on earth
0: so I do you think it. that would get good
3: ratings
0: or hmm. Hmm. think that like um, ne- negative marketing might help
3: uh well i yes. think it would, i think it would get great ratings. people want to see yeah. car crash uh, reality tv right? oh totally
0: Call so, it Race yeah, to the Bottom.
3: If you say the lowest show on earth, if you call it, like, this is so <laughs> depraved, and everybody would be tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, speaking of that line, um, I find it uh, ironic, perhaps, um, sadly ironic, that uh, a song called Enough Said has to repeat a verse. <laughs> <laughs> they repeat most verses, don't they, in the song? No, I, it it's, you they? know, the bread, and then it's, you know, stop and let me tell oh, you. That's right. the like, kind of, you know, bridge, whatever. Uh, yeah. Then take all the leaders great, from around the world, put them together, et cetera. Then back to, you know, uh, you know, it, it bounces around a little bit. But I think the only thing that's yeah. really repeated is besides, you know, stop and let me tell you what tomorrow holds for you, which is a bit of a kind of a theme thing, but then take all the leaders f- from around the world, comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah you're right which I, I, a the song is called Enough Said and also elsewhere in the song it says remember to do nothing when you don't know what to do so like <laughs> if you got to that point in the song and you were like I don't know what do we should we put the thing with the leaders again and it was just like no remember to do nothing when you don't know what to do <laughs> enough said okay. but th- then it, it's they're not taking their own advice within the song
0: well let me posit a theory about that because uh, this is what I think. I think this song there's uh, again we've got ir- irony lots of irony in the song. So I think the fact that they're repeating enough said is ironic. I think the futility of trying to say you know that's the end of it or you know we figured it out or any kind of finality that's it's futile and I think that's part of what they're talking about here. And I think that that is buried mainly uh, in this sort of not only the paradoxical lines that the next thing I say to you will be true, the last thing I said was false. You know, So that's a total Mm -hmm. paradox, right? Right. And then you have um, this kind of almost like Lynchian sort of idea here. You wanted a world you could figure out, which David Lynch hates and apparently Devo understands this (laughs) idea too. Um, But something happened while you were asleep. You wanted a good life you could brag about Too bad they took the parts you wanted to keep. Like, there's just like kind of this ironic sort of um, futility, you know, idea. So, or I shouldn't say that the idea of futility is not the ironic part. The ironic part is trying to say enough said over and over again. Like, there's just no enough said. There's no end to this. This is a cycle, I think is what's going on here. So, I think that's the deeper meaning of it. Um, Some of the lyrics I do find to be, I actually find the whole. put them in a ring and fight it out leaders of the world thing a little too on the nose personally yeah but all this other stuff all the stuff i just said i I think is actually really good songwriting and i get the idea that they were giving uh trying to give me in the on the nose stuff through that so i always prefer a little bit more like off-centered sort of lyrics but Mm -hmm. um basically that's what i'm saying i think that uh you're right i I understand you like kind of rankling at the idea of them saying enough said over and over again uh but i think it's that's the that's the idea i think it's the it's irony is the idea
2: i haven't i don't even know i think it might just be sort of face value kind of like listen enough said take all the leaders you know like all this like they're just sort of like emphasizing it like shut up enough said you know this is what (laughs) i'm trying to tell you you know what tomorrow holds for you you know Like, calm down while I, you know, you know, tell everybody about a plan I have for you and everything. Uh, And the leaders thing, like, yeah, every time I hear the leaders from around the world and put them together in a great big ring, I would always see that Frankie Goes to Hollywood video, uh, Two Tribes, where Gorbachev (laughs) and Reagan were literally wrestling in a wrestling match and stuff. Uh, But, like, listening to the song over and over again, looking at the lyrics, you know, for the show, I started to be like, Wow, I think this is not like so much about like the like world leaders like government leaders, but actually just like the the halves like the upper crust." you know, Judge Smales, Bushwood, you know, la da people. Because that, that, that phrase that you just referenced, uh, John, about you wanted a world that you... I feel like I know these people. You wanted a world you could figure out, but something happened while you were asleep. You wanted a good life you could brag about. Like, they, like they're, 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 they're striving for this superficial, baloney life that they can, you know, point at stuff and brag about it, but all of that is just going to fall apart. Because wait till you see what tomorrow holds for you and the plan that I have for you. Um, I think that's all kind of tantalizing, and I like that. That's like a. a, a, a I could be making this up, but that feels like a, a slightly different spin on on what I thought was kind of straightforward.
1: Hmm. You know, I was examining the uh, lyrics of this song for hours, and <laughs> I was doing a lot of thinking, and uh, it posited a question which I am really at a loss to Express almost, and that is, are Devo good songwriters? Because <laughs> I'll be honest, I think these lyrics are terrible. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll parse that a bit. I, I think the uh, Little Red Hen reference in the beginning is fine. I think the first verse is pretty solid. Actually, really, I'll tell you the one I really, really hate. The the last thing I said to you was true. uh, The the next thing I say to you will be true. The last thing I said was false is something that, like, I would have thought of writing when I was 10. And I don't mean that in a, I don't mean that in that sort of like, ah, my kid could paint that. I mean, literally, my kid could paint that, except I do not have (laughs) children. You know, like.
2: (laughs) I actually have your name next to my note about this line. Joe, because I said the sound... Is, I, I want to ask, is this like one of those even sent a, a long time ago? I forget what song it was. But any okay. lyric that you can put, comma, man after you hate. <laughs> well, It's wonder, been about... This is one of those. I think it's been about a dozen songs he's <laughs> referred <heard> to. <that. laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's come up a but, lot.
0: Huh,
1: but, I don't yeah, well, dislike that. That's true. And that... I mean, huh. that, I mean there, there's sort of a... A yes, that is true. It does have that man quality, but I wasn't even thinking about it for that man quality. I was more or less, and you know, to all the listeners at home, forgive my uh, relative ignorance on music by and large. But like the musical quality just sounds so bad to me because there's nothing rhyme, like there's nothing that rhymes with true in this uh, verse. You know, the next thing I said to you be true. Last thing I said was false. Remember to do nothing when you don't know what to do. Um, you know true and do do kind of rhyme but like the false just sounds so harsh of a word and unmelodic not that it has to rhyme mind you but just such a like you know i mean it is the like sort of a lyrical equivalent to me of um playing a violin solo and then accidentally dropping your violin while tripping you know, it, it just, there's hmm. something about it that just, like, strikes me as particularly ugly. Um, and, yeah, I do find these lyrics sort of on the, uh, you know, really on the nose. Um... Overall, uh, I'm, I'm just assuming that uh, General Boy was all about to break the, uh, bake my bread. Um, <laughs> you know, and I mean, I like the line, The Lowest sh- Show on Earth. That's like, you know, that's skirting with clever, but everything else in that is a kind of like man thing. Like, oh, you know, if the leaders fought our wars, I bet the outcome would be a little bit different, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, it just does not fly with me. Um and I wanted to believe me, I wanted to, but man, oh man, thumbs down from Joe Mazel. <laughs> hmm. hmm. I don't, um, I don't have that same strong reaction. I kind of like,
3: uh, you, despite the man-ness of it, I kind of like the, uh, <laughs> the that uh, uh, paradox uh, line because it because it fits with Devo. You know what I mean to me?
1: No, I dig what you're saying. Yeah. It's just like there's something wrong about it to me. Right. Um, now this, w- with
0: with the context that I personally give the song that I explained already, that's, that line works for me. I get where you're coming from with it. But because to me it's kind of the linchpin of the idea like Having a par- a little paradoxical statement in the middle of this is like fits perfectly with what I think the song is about. So to me, that line works perfectly fine. I I don't know. I guess they could have come up with a different sort of paradox to write that's not so, you know, something you could have written when you were in grade school or whatever. But um, I don't know. I like it. I, I don't like all, like I said already, I don't like all the lyrics to the song. I think a lot of them are pretty cheesy and on the nose. Yeah. But um, I, mean, I like I'm that sorry, section of the song I do like.
1: Hmm. and not to you know and not to a song doctor well you know what 35 years after the fact but even if it was like next thing i said will you be true the last thing i said was not would have worked a lot better Hmm. there's to me there's something about like the juxtaposition Hmm. of true and false even though obviously they're paradoxical terms i believe people label tests as such but you know don't hold them to that (laughs) uh there is something i don't know there's something about the sound of one word and the sound of the other that just should not be together in a song to me and yeah like in and of course it's as on the nose if you uh as you can be in that like oh yeah we got a leak here about something being true uh what should be the next one i don't know how about something being false Right. This is how I imagine songs are constructed by dock workers in, like, right. 1975. <laughs> You're picturing, like, their characters from Human Highway writing this song.
3: Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hot take from Joe. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't love it, but I certainly don't have the negative reaction that you seem to be having to it. Um, I think there are some, you know, it, it is a little... Um. Simplistic in its attempt to be deep, a little bit. Um, I mean, but how, you know, how cool can you be when your dad's co-writing the song? <laughs> Dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm kind of mid mid-range uh, feeling on it. As far as that, it doesn't bother me. I, I, I the the little red hand line uh, because it's new to me made me uh, I appreciate that. But there's a couple of things. I the the repeating the the leaders the gray thing just drives me nuts a little bit.
1: The lack of references to Stan Lee, I ca- I can't uh, deal with it. All. <laughs> right. Although that in the song would be enough said, not either. said. The ends, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, what about musically, guys? Let's talk about the instrumentation, the melody, whatever. What, how do you guys feel about it? Um, just so, from a musical standpoint.
2: I am a big fan of songs that, uh, I guess this counts as musically, like not, not thinking about the lyrics themselves, but the, the, you know, the use of, I'm a fan of, of, uh, songs that, uh, where the lyrics fit perfectly. Not, not like the words, but just the rhythm of the of the language, and you know, stop and let me tell you what tomorrow holds for you. I, I'm a fan of like just the precision of words fitting into the spaces that are required for them by the song, <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of that in the song. So, I if that's musical, that's a part of the musicalness that I like.
0: Hey, guess what part of the part of the song I don't like. I don't oh, like really? the part where it goes stop and let me tell you what. <laughs> that that just sounds so simplistic and like half baked to me. I don't like stuff like that. I, I, hmm. What would you call that? Uh, syncopation, sort of. Is that the right word for that? Where you're kind of like um, two different elements are doing the exact same thing at the same time. Or in this case, it's the lyrics with the music, but uh, right. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm probably wrong about that, but I I find that kind of plotting like it's just like da 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 da, da. It doesn't sound like a finished thing to me. So I don't know this this
1: song kind of bores me musically, to be honest yeah. with you. Hmm. It's yeah. uh, a lot slower than I remember. A lot slower. <laughs> i mean it, it just like like if you describe if you said hey is uh, enough said a mid-tempo song or an up-tempo song or a low-tempo song it'd be like oh yeah it's definitely an up-tempo song having not heard in a while and it is not it is not at all no yeah it, it does suffer from being a little sluggish in in what
3: it's attempting to you know and it, if they no. had toned it down it would have been different if there were, but if they had ramped it up i think it would have been better but it, it's in and, this weird kind of zone where it's just kind of like, well, it's not. There's not enough
1: energy there for what it's wanting to do. And yeah. by the way, on the syncopation issue, I would say that while I can't think of an example, my knee-jerk reaction is to say, "Syncopated uh, lyric syncopated to the, uh, uh, you know, to the medley is very much in the Devo wheelhouse." um but i also think but i also think on this song it sounds a little devo by numbers Mm -hmm. you know i mean i would not be surprised if this song was a lot a lot more cobbled together than actually written as a piece yeah yeah Yeah.
3: they had a bunch of the like the ideas of like like stragglers as far as lyrics goes
1: and they're just like oh what if we just put it together Exactly. There's a lot of like disparate ideas that can, not disparate ideas necessarily, but disparate kind of, I guess, kind of lyrical structures that just seem to like mush together. Right. Well, I was going to
0: ask you: Is have you guys ever heard the story? And it's a rumor. I I don't know if there's any confirmation of it, but have you ever heard the story that they recorded and mastered this album and then lost the masters or the masters <laughs> got ruined? Have you ever heard oh the my story? God.
2: No, no. I, I just no. read
0: it today, and. Um, it was someone um, suggesting that it has that, that fact had a certain effect on the sound of the album, where they had to go back in and record the album over again, and that perhaps you get a little loss of quality or loss of hmm. energy from mm-hmm. that. Uh, I don't know if that's true at all. But this song, if that's true, this song would stand as a perfect example to me, where it sounds as if they don't got they they're like god damn it do we really have to do this again <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of has that quality to it and even like it just doesn't quite have the energy you could hear more energy below the surface like it's like it could have come out and the the song could have just picked up the tempo a little bit or something but um it's just there it's it just kind of sits there for me and and to say another thing about new as an album um my my experience with this album I don't think I've talked about this yet is that I didn't know anything about this album other than the song "Beautiful World." That was the only yeah. one I was really familiar with, mm-hmm. until I bought the album, you know, at a record store on vinyl, brought it home, and started listening to it. So to me, this album is always one piece. Like I've never just listened to um, one song off this album ever, mm-hmm. other than "Beautiful World." I love this album. I, I actually, for a long oh, time, I, I would album have called too, it
1: just not this song.
0: <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, is this song now separated from the album and and me analyzing it this way sounds a lot worse than it ever did to me before it <laughs> was perfectly fine as sort of like a of like connective tissue for the rest of the album or something because i love um archer and i when he was like 2 years old We would play this song all the time and he would dance around to it or uh, this album all the time. But it was always start side one, you know, side a track one and go all the way to the end every time. So it's an interesting experience I'm having with new traditionalists because I would have even said maybe two years ago that this was my favorite Devo record. But now that we're breaking the songs out piece by piece, it's—I I, hasten to say—it's ruining it for me. But mm. um, this song now is just doesn't sound like a great song. Where before I was always like, "Yeah, okay, cool. This is part of the deal. This is part mm-hmm. of like the the new traditional suite or something," you know, that I kind of thought of it. as just always one whole piece. But, yeah, this song is slightly disappointing to me. I was actually more excited about talking about it than I ended up being when we actually talked about it <laughs> after I'd analyzed it, you know. <laughs> but, anyway, that's, that's my little, you know, story about New Traditionalists and, and and how I've experienced that album. Unlike the others where it's more about, a lot of times more about individual tracks. Like, uh, uh, Are We Not Men, you know. I've heard many of the individual tracks so many times before I ever really actually sat down and listened to the whole album. So it's a different experience, but anyway, that's my that's my little story about a New Traditionalist.
3: This is interestingly, this has never been my favorite album. I, I like it, but it's always there's, and we'll get to reasons why I guess eventually. Um, but the yeah, that the, there's always a little bit kind of like I'm always a little hesitant with with for the most part with songs from this album, um, and you know you that that rumor that story could totally could could be the key as to why a little bit um if that uh, if if that's true and then there was this is basically like a retake um i don't know we'll see we'll we'll, we'll get to other <laughs> songs and i'm i'm not i don't want to make it sound like i hate this album i don't at all um it's part of my canon part of my original devo batch but mm-hmm. um uh, yeah no but i think this this falls into a little bit of of you know earlier i guess tuesday you were talking about how well um uh freedom of choice is mixed and i think i feel like maybe something's always a little bit off with this too that is yeah, i can see that yeah you know there's something something needs to be maybe it needs a little more low end or something or i don't, I don't know i don't know i could agree
0: with that part for sure yeah because even just listening to this song um you know alongside a freedom of choice track like any freedom of choice track but like don't you know we talked about the other day there's just so much more punch to that song than there is to this song you know just and not in the sense that it's even about the individual song but it seems to be part of the whole album right you know that there's just not and it could literally be you know if that story is true that they just didn't want to take the time to really sit down and mix it perfectly right. after they'd already mm. done it once, you know. Mm-hmm. So if that's if that's in fact true, that could explain a lot about this album. But that being said, I just i i, I love the i love how the album flows as this one piece. Um, but yeah, it certainly doesn't have that kick to it that even like duty now has that big drum sound. Freedom mm-hmm. uh, yeah. of a choice has that big drum sound. You know, you can't. Those are to me always going to appeal to your like. I guess inner primal, you know, music listener. Like when the drums are really there, you feel it in your gut and that's always going to take you somewhere. That's going to give the album a lot of points just on that alone. <laughs> so I'm I don't know if this has got that. Like this whole album really has that, but to me it's still it's still a good piece of work. Um just yeah, it has definitely fallen from my favorite album level but uh, yeah i think you're probably right uh, Pete i think the low end thing is probably very true we could probably nitpick the mix a little bit more than that we might as we do some other songs
3: right
1: uh by the way there's a note on wikipedia dealing with the production values of new traditionalists would you like to know what the, what that note is yeah yes uh, um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sure sure all right, no, like I, to know know I don't i don't twist you guys arms is arms is as we all know the plural for arm mm-hmm. yeah um, <clears throat> New Traditionalist was recorded on a then-new brand of 2-inch tape from 3M. Unfortunately, when Devo began recording the vocals for the album, the edges of the tape had begun to disintegrate. After asking Warner Brothers if they could start over and re-record the album from scratch and being denied, Devo transferred all the work they had done to digital reel-to-reel tape and finished the album by a digital recording at the record plant in Los Angeles, California. All this resulted in New Traditionalist having a murkier and darker sound than previous Devo albums. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Hmm so they're spinning it into a positive it's murkier darker murkier and darker right like Mm -hmm. that's oh that's that was almost like a choice in a way like oh this is the tone of the album well it could also mean that there was a loss of quality in transferring it from one tape to the other yeah Uh, that's possible there's just like generational loss maybe there i don't know if that makes sense really i'm not a sound engineer uh maybe someone out there who listens that is can tell us if that could be the case uh, if if you took it from from re- traditional 3M reel-to-reel to digital reel-to-reel, if that would be a loss of something. But um, it oh, could sure, be. Oh, sure,
3: yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. playing it back. In, well, I mean, no matter what, you're going to be playing it back. But <clears throat> Yeah, I'm sure that there's something. And, it, and it's, especially, it seems like, you know, maybe they had to basically just bounce tracks, you know, from from that brief reading of a of a wikipedia article i'm I'm guessing that they (laughs) basically just you know take whatever they had recorded mix it into a new tape so that there's like you know basically a a, an ad hoc master um which i don't know that could that could have something to do with it
1: (laughs) Mm. well it's all unfolding Indeed. Oh, and by the way, looking at the tracks of New Traditionalists, it's like, wow, I love a lot of these songs. So, I mean, this is more of like an yeah. outlier. Right. Uh, I mean, this is definitely an outlier uh, for the album and for that era of Devo. But yeah, just like this one was, just like, man, not my favorite. Well, you want to? You care to uh, put a put a letter on that? Yeah, I'm going to put a letter on it. I'm going to give it a. Uh, a d plus Ooh. and I know that is very low that is random. but um, yeah this is the kind of this is the kind of thing that would sound worse on but is definitely compatible with total Devo stuff to me wow
0: <laughs> uh, okay strong words <laughs> that is I didn't expect that at all yeah.
3: yeah I'm not gonna be that harsh on it I you know it's fine it's just not it's got some it's clunkiness. They tried but it, it falls apart and it doesn't quite you know maybe they didn't you know, there's there's some there's something showing up and I, I can see, you know uh, I can see the path from this to Total Devo, but it's nowhere near there yet. So I think I'm just gonna give it a flat C. Um I you know, I don't hate this song, but also it's not uh, it doesn't wow me, it's got its problems. There's a couple of things I like about it, but, you know, it's it's alright midland mm-hmm. so flat c <clears> for me
0: i'll give it a c plus and the plus i'm, I'm pretty much right on there uh, on board with you pete i'll give it a plus for the reasons i gave that it's part of this whole f- piece that i enjoy so much so because it is that uh, maybe that weak little tendril of, like tendon that holds the album together as i know it is enough to give it a little bit of nudge up but it's really just a c song it's certainly not b level by any means so c plus for me
3: i feel like you were just like that was like a bump set spike for you saying like it's certainly not b level of any and then tom is going to swipe come in and give it like a b plus or something Oh, i'm
2: I'm hoping <laughs> I, i'm expecting it <laughs> i have i'm, I'm I, I i gotta go back and look at our charts and everything but i'm pretty sure i've been alone the most on this show out yep. of the four of us nope you have i love you don't know my song. life this song is an A song. I don't know what's the matter with you guys. I'm wow. giving the song an A. Wow. I love this song. There is a... Somehow it is the perfect... I don't quite know why it's the perfect song for the end of the album, but it's sort of like, you listen to the song, now let me tell you about a plan I have for you. There's like a kind of, like, not quite angry or bratty, but kind of like righteousness to it, where it's like, you think this is the world, but... You're gonna find out that this is not the world. What everything you're clamoring for is nothing. And just besides that, I just the 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 sound of it, the kind of John Carpentery sound of it at the beginning, through the kind of like there's there's a kind of like a I don't know, just a the, there's a there's an energy to it, like a kind of like listen up kind of you know i got something to say kind of energy to it and i've always loved this song it'll be on my personal a-side tape because i've put it on tapes for myself in the past so it's a it's a a fact um i don't know i'm alone Hmm. but i'm fine
0: you know if it if it held on to that john carpenter thing at the beginning (laughs) and somehow the song was crafted around that tone it would have made a lot more sense to me but to me it sounds like you got this one song starting and then it kicks into this much less interesting song to me so that right hmm. there isn't a good start and it just you know, it feels like they're going like, okay here we go you know and it doesn't really kick in like if it made this massive shift into this high energy song that could be interesting too i don't know hmm. but yeah i mean i hear where you're coming from with the beginning of the song and uh yeah i don't know i don't know what else to say <laughs> Well, <laughs> An A. That's a shocker. I'm shocked at the I, D plus and I sincerely the sincerely
3: love this song. You're, <laughs> you were right, John, that it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a B-level song. It was not <laughs> a B-level song. true. Nobody gave it I'm a B. I'm here to prove you're right.
0: <laughs> On the uh, spreadsheet here, we are ACDC. Mm-hmm. Um, really oh, nice. I don't know if that's a special place that we can... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we'll have another mixtape for right. no. Uh, no, we don't. So
1: we don't have Let me ask you guys a question. Okay. If I were a young man on the street with a little extra jingle in my jeans, and I wanted to listen to more of this crazy, crazy, wild show we got here called ABC Devo, what would I do?
3: Um, well, first, you would wait hmm. for me to do the Spotify thing.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, because this song is on Spotify, um, I can do the. Uh, I made a radio station off of it. And uh, this is a, another, remember on Tuesday we had a, a, the debut in the Spotify algorithm of uh, B-52s, which we thought was appropriate, should be in there. Um, and here's another debut that I think often falls into a similar category. Um, off of Enough Said, the next track, uh, next track in the radio station is When You're Near Me, I Have Difficulty by XTC.
1: Interesting. Hmm.
3: Now, XTC is a a band that I feel like I've been told I should like a lot, and I've just never. It's never clicked. I (laughs) haven't done my.
0: (laughs) They're a real uh, hit or miss for me. I love a lot of XTC tracks. I don't love other ones at all. hmm. So they're not like. To me, they're not an album band. They're a greatest hits band, if Mm -hmm. you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like a mixtape band, however you want to put it. I like. Pieces, but i think i did i think i was listening to the song in the car on spotify and an xtc song came on And See? i can't remember which one it was <laughs> when you hear me i um, have difficulty <laughs> is that it? that might have been actually that is it it's got it's almost like reggae-ish i don't it's know it's got a little bit of a reggae rhythm to it i think that was it um yeah which is a good song i like that song i just it's not one i'm super familiar with but um it's off that uh, since the same one since it's working overtime is on I think so anyway so enough about
3: that enough said
0: <laughs> yes. but you know you know where we also was uh, <laughs> Pete you do the Spotify thing you know for um, every song that's on Spotify including the ones that we talk about on the weekend editions on the weekend mutation
3: oh yeah Joe was just talking over about over at that.
0: Patreon that Joe was just <laughs> talking about he oh, was weird. just uh, alluding to so that is where Joe. To answer your question, if you got a little jingle in your genes, you want to hear a little bit more about Devo? And believe uh, me, I do. I, well, you don't have enough jingle in your genes. Uh, we need a little bit more over there at Patreon, folks. If you could uh, drop a few coins in the slot and, uh, and uh, select a weekend mutation episode to listen to, uh, you can listen to all of them if you want. Uh, all you've got to do is uh, uh, subscribe to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash abcdevo.
2: Can we put a graphic of Joe's jeans on the Patreon page, and then people are actually putting the jingle into his jeans? We, we need oh, like like a gif.
0: Please do. They, there's still no uh, audio gifs, is there? I, no. If we could just have jo- Joe's jeans jingling, like in a gif oh, yeah. form,
1: would be good. So the point is, jingle in jeans makes us happier than non-jingly jeans. And in addition <laughs> to that, you know what? Not everybody has a job. I know I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we understand that. We don't want your money if you can't afford it. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you like the show and you do want to support it, there are a couple other things you could do. Like you could, what is it, rate, review, subscribe? Yeah. Is that the term <laughs> the kids are using nowadays? That is. Yep. Over
0: at iTunes? Is that what you're talking about? Uh,
1: that yeah. is what I am talking about. Or wherever that is you get something your podcasts. That, <laughs> that is something they could do. Um, anything else? Uh, Just tell other people about us. Join the uh, Facebook page. That's the Smart Patrol, the ABC Devo Listener Society. That's that's right. You can go uh, onto Facebook. That's where
3: we talk about this stuff. You can uh, reprimand us in person, uh, <laughs> not in person, digitally in person. You know how. It yes. <laughs> uh, don't do you, yeah, you
1: can go to Pete's house if you want and yell at him.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, or on Twitter, you can do that too. You could follow us ABC Devo on Twitter. Uh, we interact there with the humans. <laughs> um yeah. other than that um if hey, you don't uh what
0: oh pete i had a question for you um oh, sure I, I don't know today's thursday does it involve jingling jeans no I, I are we done talking about jingling jeans and links and places that you can find us and everything <laughs> does it involve I just want to make sure we're
3: tumbling tumbleweeds
0: no mm. i was going to say on tuesday what what have we got
3: well, yeah, that's uh, this weekend. Like I said, if you can't, uh, if you can, join us for the weekend mutation. We're going to do two other uh, rarities there. Um, but then, other than that, um, Tuesday um, we're going to have some explosions
1: and not just loud the, shots from the big spud gun. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's them. That's the several. Um,
3: yeah, that's uh, so. We're back to oh no, it's Devo for explosions on uh, on Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. So hey, be a friend and join us then
1: for ABC mm. Devo. Yeah, friend. The last thing I said was false. <laughs> the next thing you say will be true.
0: Wait, that makes sense.
1: No, well, there is it's no like last laboring. thing they
0: said
3: because there is no next thing because it was the last thing. There'll be no next then.
1: <laughs> I gotta get on that plane right now.
3: <laughs> Shouldn't gone to the airport. I'm surprised, did you?